Welcome to Betrayal Trauma Recovery. This is Anne. We're still working on our $5,000 goal for the end of the year. So if you have donated, thank you so much. For those listeners who have not donated yet, please go to btr.org. Consider making a monthly donation to support this podcast and all we do here at Betrayal Trauma Recovery. We really appreciate your financial support. I had the most amazing experience last week. I went to a bra fitting with Courtney and she changed my life. I've actually been wearing a bra, which I haven't been doing in years because I think I finally got a bra that fits. We're going to talk about self-care today. And before we talk about it, I want to acknowledge that during my trauma years, wearing a bra was very difficult for a lot of reasons because I was so overwhelmed with everything. For some reason, it expressed itself like I didn't want to wear a bra. I refused to wear a bra. It stressed me out going shopping for a bra. I am now at the stage where I am working on self-care. And I know that some of you are not at that stage yet. And I have been at that, I don't know what stage to call it, where you're in your sweatpants, watching Netflix, eating popcorn. And if you're in that stage, stay there for as long as you need to. And don't feel guilty about this episode because I have been there myself. But since I am in this new stage of self-care and moving forward, I wanted to connect with Courtney and get a bra fitting and really start progressing my healing and starting to take care of myself. So welcome, Courtney. Thanks. Thank you for having me on. Courtney runs Bra Fittings by Court, an amazing service that she does to help women who are stressed out or need help with choosing bras. Courtney, tell me how you discovered that you have such an amazing talent for fitting women. So when I was in college, I got a job at Nordstrom in the lingerie department. Little did I know that that job would literally change my life. I quickly found that fitting bras is more than selling bras. It's a lot more complicated than that. There's a lot of emotion involved in it. It's kind of an intimate process. You're seeing women in their most vulnerable state, their shirt off. I found that I was really good at helping women feel comfortable. I found that most women were never taught how bras should fit and that 99% of women are wearing the wrong size bra. And so I found that I was educating these women on how to dress their bodies and how to take care of their bosoms. I felt like I was giving back to the world. I felt like I was making a small difference in the world by helping women feel more confident and beautiful. This is my way to make a small difference in the world. I think you're making a large difference. Like for me, it made a huge difference. I had such a good time. We did have a good time. (laughs) Getting undressed in front of you and having you put a bra on me was so healing in so many ways. So you now have a bra shop in your home called Bosom Friends. It's a beautiful shop. Just being in there made me happy. The colors, there's this big sign on the wall that says, you're like really pretty. (laughs) I thought, thank you. I really love this. How does helping women with their bra problems relate to self-care? Most women are busy. They don't have a lot of time. And so a lot of women hate going bra shopping, which I completely understand because a lot of places, places like Walmart, Target, Kohl's, those places don't have a large range of sizes. So that's why it's harder for women. It's really stressful. And if you're already burdened emotionally, going through trauma, that's the last thing you want to worry about is having to do research because you're not guaranteed to get somebody to help you that knows what they're doing. 
I recommended some other places for people to go get fitted and they went and they're like, that was an awful experience. And the reason why is because I feel like a lot of these places, there's high turnovers. There's just not the experience that you need in a fitter that can really help people and understand how different styles of bras are going to fit different women. Bra shopping is overwhelming because there's so many different components to it. Well, I felt like I was being like well, pampered you. by you. Like I've <laughs> never felt like that. When I went bra shopping and the size that you fitted me in is completely different than any other size I've ever thought about. Like I never would have imagined talk, that was my can size. Can we talk about like, your size? There's Do you no want way. to tell them what size you were in and then what size you are now? Yeah, I so don't you, know what size I was in. What size was I in? Okay, so let, let's just talk about my bra issues my whole life. So I've always considered myself very small chested, which I liked. I've never felt like I wanted to be any bigger or anything, but I don't feel the cup right and my straps always fall off. And just the thought of a bra just stressed me out. I, I have cursed the man who invented corsets, you know, way back in the day, like, why, why have you done this to us? Anyway, the bra that Courtney fitted me with, and I don't even want to say it because I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but I feel like it's the perfect size. Like if you asked, what is the most beautiful, perfect size? You would be this. And that's the one I'm wearing. It was a 32 double D. Like that is like amazing. Like who, who has that perfect size? And now I'm like, oh, I wrote in my gratitude journal today. I am grateful that I have the perfect I, boobs. I do. I mean, I was telling you know? Ann that I wish I was your size. It's like the perfect size, really. But that's just me. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you that here's a woman who you've been listening to for months, maybe over a year, who was abused and whose husband refused to tell her that she was beautiful. Literally. I was like, I want you to tell me I'm beautiful. And he said, no. <laughs> like... Just awful things that were done to me. And I have the perfect boobs. So don't think that if you had the perfect size whatever, or if you looked a certain way, that the abuse would stop or that your husband would stop looking at porn. That is not true. Everyone should love where they're at. Well, and also to accept ourselves where we are and to know that we're enough. But like having this experience and going from being emotionally abused and having trauma for seven years to the point where I wasn't wearing bras, where I wasn't putting makeup on hardly ever, where I just kind of slumped around with my shoulders really slumped forward because I wasn't wearing a bra even when I went to the store or even when I went out of the house. So I didn't really want to be indecent. So I slumped forward. So I wasn't scaring everyone with my braless boobs to being like, oh, my word, like, I am wearing a bra, and it is this perfect size for me. And I am feeling so, I don't know, empowered almost is so different for me after seven years, well, almost nine years. I don't know, I always say my years wrong, depending on when I was in the relationship and then after the relationship, but slumping around feeling like I wanted to take up less space. A lot of women who are abused, they get messages like you're not enough. And the messages I always got were, you're too much. And so I always just wanted to make, or try kinda, and make myself smaller. Or like, kind of hide yourself. It's like, opinions. that's why you were slumping over to hide what you, you know, yeah. to be invisible. You didn't want to cause attention or anything. Yeah, totally. And so this place where I can 
hold my shoulders back and hold my head up high and know that I'm not like indecent because I actually have a bra on, so I'm not scaring anybody. And it fit was just so cool. I'm really excited to be at this point in my healing process. Now for our listeners, wherever you are in your healing process, please don't let this podcast turn you off to the podcast because I myself was in this place of, I don't really want to talk about the way I look. I don't want to talk about the way I eat. I don't want to talk about exercise. I don't want to talk about anything right now. Like the only thing I can do right now is survive. And so many women are in that stage. So when you want to, and when you feel like coming out of that, and it may take years, it took me years, then a bra fitting might be a really cool celebration activity for you to like throw off the old and bring in the new. Courtney, why is the bra the most important thing women wear? It does a really hard job. It holds up your bosoms all day long. That's why they're so important because you'll look more put together. Your clothes will look better. You can feel more confident and comfortable doing the things you want to do. I have a lot of women who come into my shop that want to be active. They want to exercise. They want to work on their fitness and their health, but they don't feel comfortable doing so because their breast size makes it so that they feel really comfortable exercising. They feel like their boobs are flopping in the air or, you know, they're in the way. And so getting a sports bra that fits them that can make it so that they can feel comfortable exercising is life changing. It really can change women's lives. And that's why my slogan on my website is I'm changing lives one bra fitting at a time because it gives people the courage, the freedom and the confidence to do what they want to do in their life. I think our audience probably has, depending on the woman, depending on the situation, has a lot of issues with bras too, because their husbands are sex addicts and pornography users, right? So when you compare yourself to porn, you're always going to lose. There's no way to win. Porn is women who are staged, who are likely on drugs, who are being exploited. Like having these parts of our body be something that our husband wants to use is such a difficult thing. And this bra fitting for me was a way to take my body back, to give it back to myself and to take care of myself rather than this is part of my body that is for someone else or for some other use. I feel like this is part of me and I can integrate it back into myself and use it as part of my healing rather than disown it almost as a thing that's for someone else's use, which I think it feels like a lot of times when you're married to someone who's an addict who's not in recovery, who's using you as a drug rather than seeing you as a person to be cherished and loved and cared for. Another awesome thing that Courtney does is she's the Northern Director of I Support the Girls, which is a nonprofit where she coordinates a statewide bra and feminine hygiene drive throughout the state of Utah. So all the donations are donated to local women's shelters to help homeless women and refugee women and victims of domestic violence. So when I went to the domestic violence shelter to get my victim advocate, I thank goodness didn't need to stay at the domestic violence shelter. But if I had and if I had had to go there suddenly without any clothes then I would perhaps be a recipient of one of these donated bras. And in 2016, her drive collected over 1,300 bras and 30,000 hygiene products. Those are things like sanitary napkins, tampons. The only requirement, Courtney, is? The only requirement is that they have to be individually sealed. And then you can drop these off. And then at the end of this month of December, all those items will be collected. And then we'll donate to nine different women's shelters throughout the city of Utah. 
If you don't live in Utah and you want to participate, there's really good news. I think there's over 50 chapters throughout the world. The majority of them are in the United States. If you don't see location by you, they're looking for women who want to help volunteer and start up a chapter. It's really easy. All you have to do is just contact your local woman shelter and start collecting bras and donate them. And then you can start a chapter in your area. It's really awesome. It's blessed my life to be able to help these women and help facilitate this. I feel really lucky to be a part of it. I'm really grateful that women are working together to improve women's health and women's well-being across the world. So again, if you are not in Utah and you want to donate, I will put a link on the site. Just go to btr.org. One of the reasons why I got into the I Support the Girls nonprofit is because you know, obviously I love bras. I love having women feel more confident and beautiful. And the sad thing is that from being a part of this organization, I learned and working with the different women's shelters in Utah is that bras and hygiene products are one of the least donated items when it comes to women's shelters. People need food and they need blankets and everything, but a lot of you know bras and hygiene products are not donated. And the problem with these things, for normal women, they're necessities. You know, everybody needs hygiene products and everybody needs bras. And a lot of these homeless women or refugees or victims of domestic violence, if they don't have these items, then their chances of recovery, it sounds crazy, but their chances of recovery and making a better life for themselves is harder because they can't hold down jobs. They don't feel like they have their dignity. These items takes a huge weight off these women's shoulders. And I mean, I just can't imagine what it'd be like to be able to have to make a decision of whether I should spend my money feeding my family or buying hygiene products. By providing these items to women, it's going to help them make their life better. And if they can help make their life better, then that can help their children. That can help generations to come, you know, get out of the depths of poverty or break the cycle of violence. I strongly believe that no matter what woman's circumstances, you know, if she's homeless, a refugee, she's fleeing an abusive relationship, I feel like every single woman in this world has the right to have these items. Totally agreed. I think another reason why bra shopping is so triggering for women in at least my audience here listening is the advertising or seeing other women in their bras or whatever. And so it's been interesting to go to your Instagram account, right? And see women in their bras. That is part of what is super triggery for many women in the situation. So I just want to, first of all, do a trigger warning with also a notice that I think the more healed we get, the more we can realize that this is for me rather than worry about what our husband's thinking or doing or how it's affecting someone else. On my website, the message that I try to convey from my business and on my Instagram is that our society thinks of bras as sexual. And so on my Instagram, I really try to show that they're not just sexual. I really try to embrace that bras are more of a necessity and that they're not just primarily for other people's gratification. I really try to convey that, showing how bras can really help us to feel more confident. And that's what I really appreciated rather than having it be for someone else's gratification. Thank you. If anyone is doing it right, Courtney is. I immediately came home and told my mom, you have got to go do this. Like, <laughs> Cool thing about it is knowing that I am enough and that whatever size I am is enough and that I don't have to be anything else 
to be lovable, to be cherished, and that I can find a bra that fits me where I'm at. I don't have to be different in order to fit in the perfect bra rather than the other way around. Like going bra shopping and thinking, ugh, because I am damaged and I am not perfect, I'm never going to be able to find the bra that fits because bras only fit perfect women. A lot of my clients live outside of Utah. So if you need help or if you want my help, I offer online bra consultations. You can do it from the comfort of your home, especially if you're going through traumatic experiences in your your life. And you're like, I don't have the time and energy to go and drive and go somewhere. This is a good way to get help. I also have a bra fitting guide. I've created these beautiful PDF sheets that walk you through the, the steps on how to find your size, how to identify your breast shape, the bras I recommend for each breast shape. And then I have a troubleshoot guide. And then I actually have visuals of how bras should and shouldn't fit. If you need help and you want to do a more DIY approach, I would do the bra fitting guides. Those are some other options if you want help, but don't live in Utah. We're taking our bodies back, women. As I progress my recovery, I'm just excited. I'm excited that I can do these things that are fun and not be so triggered by them where I was before. And if you are still in that triggered stage, <laughs> we love you. Yep. And, and just I'll be, don't do I'll be right there. Now. I'm no longer going to let my stance against pornography get in the way of my own self-care. I feel like a lot of women just get to the point, they're like, enough. I've had enough of wearing bras that don't fit. I've had enough of feeling this way. I want to change. And that's when you know you're ready is when you've had enough. Yeah, it is. Courtney, you're awesome. Again, you can find information about where to donate your used bras, whether you live in Utah or elsewhere on btr.org backslash podcast. Find this post and you'll find all of the links that you need. I'm also on Facebook too. And I have a private Facebook page that's just for women. So if you feel safer joining me there, my Facebook group is Bosom Friends by Bra Face by Court. And you can go there and you can post questions about bras. And like I said, it's a safe environment where all women can come together and share their love for bras or hate of bras that don't fit. <laughs> I love that. A Merry Christmas season to all of you. And thanks, Court, for being on the podcast today. If you want to join our support groups, please go to btr.org. Right now, Betrayal Trauma Recovery Club has six sessions per week, one every weekday with two on Tuesdays. It's the best support for these crazy holiday times where you don't know when an abuse episode is going to happen or you don't know when maybe another disclosure will happen. Holidays are very difficult for a lot of women in trauma. So make sure that you have the support that you need during this holiday season by going to btr.org and click on schedule and join to join the Betrayal Trauma Recovery Club. As always, if this podcast was helpful to you, please rate it on iTunes. Each of your ratings helps women who are isolated find us because it increases our rankings on search engines. Until next week, stay safe out there.